it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 57 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. And Chase, oh boy, what a glorious day it is to be recording another episode of the Bolts Broadcast. Yes, it is. We are riding high uh, going into an exciting matchup tonight that we will not be able to cover, but we are indeed riding high. Yeah, you could say they got their swagger back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, you can. Uh, man, I... I'm pumped. You know, we're we're getting our feet back under us, our skates back under us. It's great to see. Also, here in Michigan, 80 degrees out today. Can't wait for it to be 40 on Wednesday, but hey, at least we got some nice weather today. We got some nice weather today. We got the NFL draft this week. We got the Ooh. most important day of the year, April 30th. It's going to be going to be, you know, good huh? next week. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, the NFL draft, super excited about that. Um, yesterday, you and I went up to a, what What, what, what? would we consider that? I mean, it's a, the place is, it's a cider, cider mill, mill that has like, um, that also has, has like, a ta- like a tap room with, yeah, a bunch of alcoholic ciders yeah, and, and seltzers and beers. And, um, like cider mills are not a non-Michigan. Like they're they're a Michigan thing. It's really about it. Oh, really? Out of, out of state. Like I remember talking to our Illinois friends, were lost when I was talking about cider mills. Had no idea. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, uh, it was awesome because yesterday was what like seventy-five. A uh, little bit of sun, little bit of cloud. Uh, we had some outdoor seating. Uh, just. Got a couple of ciders, laid back. Got just, to watch a wedding. Yeah, got to watch a wedding. It was super chill. So some great times over here. Super happy uh, with how everything's going. And also a ton of content is coming out on our other show. We're not professionals. The football draft's coming up, like Chase said. So we've been working hard over there. If you need any, you know, pump up going into the draft, make sure to check that out. But we're here to talk about hockey. We're going to be talking about a new franchise leader in scoring. Going to be doing a, a game review and preview. Also, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they kind of have an important meeting on Monday. And then after the commercial break, some more news around the league. But before we hop into all of that, we first have to send out 
our thoughts and prayers to the LaFleur family. Guy LaFleur, uh, absolute legend, Hall of Famer, unfortunately passed away recently. Yeah, uh, age of 70, lung cancer, was famously known for being able to rip darts during games. You know, one of these special athletes who could smoke cigarettes and continue to be playing at the prime of his, his game and not have any issues. He was really special, one of the best hockey players in the history of the game. You know, you could safely call him a top 10 player. Guillaume Fleur was quite special. You can see it by the outpouring from the community, from the follow teams, from the original six teams, uh, from, from really any team that, that played against him. Uh, you, you, you could see, you know, through social media, the support for him and his family. So we're thinking about him, thinking about his family in this difficult time. Yeah, he's a he's a real gee to remember fondly. You know, a great guy. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, talking about things to remember fondly, let's now talk about a new franchise leading scorer for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Steven Stamkos scores his 954th point. I believe it was the Toronto game, or maybe it was a natural game. I don't know. I, I think it was the Toronto game. In the Toronto game, to set his franchise or set the franchise record for scoring, uh, pretty. Pretty special. It's it's really incredible. He's going to hit a thousand. Uh, he's really not too far off. He's going to hit that next season. You would hope. And what Sam Coast has done throughout his career with the Tampa Lightning has been really impressive. You know, he's become probably the the franchise's uh, greatest player. Been you know a great leader. Has captained them to two Stanley Cups. Uh, they made a Finals appearance as well. Prior to that, he's really just been a very special person for the Tampa Lightning. Also, how about Steven Stamkos sticking it to us? reviving what uh, some people thought may have been, uh, you know, a, a little dip in his career. Uh, 77 games played, 93 points this year. Uh, guy has absolutely turned it around. In the offseason, we were just talking about how, hey, if if Stamkos can't stay healthy and if he can't, uh, you know, play at the, the peak of his performing abilities, then this is a guy that could be out the door in the next year or two. It completely turned that narrative right around. So happy he did. The captain is here to stay, and he's looking damn good doing it. Absolutely. And, you know, the last thing I want to do is trade away Steven Samkos. Right. But I'm I'm worried about winning hockey games. That's kind of what I'm worried about. You know, loyalty is a great thing and all. But at the end of the day, you got to win hockey games, and you got to do what's best for your team. So if that meant you had to trade Steven Samkos, it would suck, but it would have been, you know, what you had to do. But thank God he's proving that, no, you can't send me anywhere. I am here. I am the team, I am the heart and soul. I am the reason we're going to win hockey games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Chase, on Monday, the Tampa Bay Lightning have a somewhat important move uh, meeting, and it takes place in like a white building or something. I don't know. I think some call it a house. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it, that would be the, uh, the White House, as Lightning are going to celebrate back-to-back at the White House on Monday. Uh, that'll, that'll be pretty cool. Experience for you know some of the guys that have not been there before, uh, some of the guys that might have been there before, they get to do a little, you know, you know, a second trip, maybe even a third trip if if you're you know a certain character, Patrick Maroon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they they, they you know get get to go check her out again, um, and that'll be a cool experience. I've never been to the White House. Have you? I have not. I know uh, you know it's often that field trips when you know you're younger, you'll head out to Washington D.C. and check some of that stuff out. Never did. So You know, I've walked by it when I've been in D.C., but we never toured the actual White House. <sighs> yeah, I've, I still have never been to D.C., actually. So, like, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the Washington Monument. D.C. is you know. a, a pretty cool place. There's some bad areas. Like, it's actually, a, a, you know, there, there's a decent amount of crime, but there's there's some pretty cool stuff there, too. Some good historic uh, monuments. You know, they have the Crime and Punishment Museum there that was really cool. Um, I saw that one. That was in fifth grade, I think, I believe. That, yeah. that, that was one of, like, the coolest things I've ever been to. 
I heard during uh, a super sunny day, bring sunglasses because all of the white of the buildings and the Washington Monument and all, all that is just blinding. blinding. Yeah. So that wouldn't be good for my blue eyes. So I know uh, blue eyes tend to be less favorite. Were you just staring at my eyes? Yeah, it was. That was a little weird. I never, I never paid attention to your eye color before. I'm trying to see. <laughs> They're not like Stephen Ogden blue. Those kids' eyes were blue. I don't know if you remember him. I don't think so. He went to Mallow and like blue. I don't remember that. So uh, anyways, let's move on. Let's not talk about little game review. Game preview. We're going to start with the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, boy, this game was a good one. Absolutely love to see a dominant performance, especially when it's Tampa going up against such an annoying fan base. Yeah, way to get your ass whooped, Toronto. 8-1, to one, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, na-na-boo-boo, I'm better than you. You stick your head in doo-doo. That's what Daniel Tosh used to always say. And that is what the Tampa Bay Lightning said to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They... Had a tight first period, uh, you know, no mm-hmm. goals. It was a pretty even first period. I thought it was, you know, it was pretty solid at that point. T- or Toronto outshot them a little bit, but I thought Tampa did actually hold their own relatively well. And then the onslaught started, and Tampa just said, no, this is our hockey game. And they looked great doing it in the second and third period. So that was a really nice game to really propel their momentum going into playoffs. Yeah, also shout out Ross Colton, a younger guy that we talked about a lot earlier on in the season. Haven't really, uh, you know, been doing any updates with him specifically, but this game, he nets two, puts himself over the that 20-goal mark on the season. So Grab an apple as well. Absolutely love to see it. His first goal was just an unreal read by Steven Sankos. The pass was just so gross. And, you know, that's part of the reason he's absolutely killing it this year. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the Nashville game. This is another stomping. Not as bad as Toronto, but... Uh, but Nashville, it, you got your ass whooped as well. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't very close of a game, this one. it Really, from the get-go, you, you knew that Tampa was going to be kind of dominating this. Had been scored less than two minutes in the game. And at that point, you just kind of had a feeling it was over. It, it was one hell of a game, again, to get things rolling. Uh, you saw Ross Colton put another one in the net, so good for him, as, as you know, you, you just mentioned him. But it was a game where, again, the Stars ended up playing like Stars, and we got some good depth as well. And then in net, uh, Brian Elliott played pretty well, too, making you know 19 to 21 saves. Can't complain about that at all. Yeah, nearly doubled the shots of the Preds. Uh, the power play on both sides is actually pretty lethal. The Tampa Bay Lightning going two for two, 100%, while the Preds going two for four at 50%. Uh, really, the biggest bright spot about Nashville all season has been Roman Yossi, and that continued this game as he was one of the two goals. So He's uh, so gross. Yeah, really good player, but when it comes to playing a you know top-notch Tampa team, it's not even close. And, hey, we called out Tampa. You know, the the goal production hasn't necessarily been there over the last month or two. You know, we've slowed down a bit. Back-to-back games, putting up eight and then six. Yeah, absolutely love to see it. I fully expect to put up at least 13 against Florida tonight. Maybe maybe not that much. Maybe not. But real quick, I want to go back to Roman Yossi while while we're at it because he's going to win the Norris this year, and you got to tip your cap to him because he's having a career year at the age of 31 years old. Really something special guy signs, you know, a a nice, hefty, long-term contract. He's on pace to score 95 points this year and really haven't, you know, you you don't see very many defensemen carry teams. Like, you know, Bobby Orr was a guy that could. And really, besides him, there's not very many defensemen that do it. And Roman Yossi's kind of doing it. So you got to tip your cap because what he's doing is impressive because it's not like an overwhelmingly star-studded, just super, super talented national team. It's a good team. Like, it's a a solid hockey team for sure, but Roman Yossi's just – 
really putting the team on his back, um, Greg Jennings style. Yeah, the Swiss sensation really. Uh, ever since Shea Weber was traded for PK Subban, that one for one straight up deal, which was you know weird at the time, he just showed that no worries, we don't got to worry about Shea Weber leaving. I am that top dog. And uh, he continues to prove himself now. If you want to be a good NHL defenseman, just hope you get drafted by Nashville, honestly. That's, that's, all, that's all you got to do. What the frick? They got so many guys over there. Uh, but T.S. Eckholm, Ryan Ellis, like, all. Brian Suter was, was, was a natural draft pick. Mm-hmm. How's Dante Fabro doing in his young career? Uh, he's he's solid. He's not some big point getter by any means. Like, let's see what he's at this year. He's got 21 points for 62 games. But he's a nice, very sturdy, re- reliable young defenseman. We take that. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Like we mentioned, Florida tonight. Uh, we'll preview that in last one. And unfortunately, you're going to know the result uh, before we do. So hopefully it went well. But let's move on to Tuesday's game. This is against Columbus. Uh, Tampa coming off of, knock on wood. A three-game win streak. Uh, what do we expect out of this one? I think that you know, going to these last three games, we're going to see a lot more of the bottom six and the bottom three defenseman type guys play. We're going to see a little more line distribution. Um, keep guys as fresh as possible. Still let the stars play a little bit. Don't want them sitting too long. You want to keep them kind of in their groove because Sam Coast is playing fantastic. You know, thirteen points his last five games going into um, the Florida game tonight. So we'll see what he does. You know, going into the Columbus game, but. Nonetheless, you know they're they're playing really well, and you, you want to get some other guys into just to make sure that the top guys aren't taking any chance at injury or getting worn down. So I think we're going to see some even line distribution. Um, if you know we we can cover, I know we're we're gonna you know have the Islanders game to cover for like our Thursday episode or whatever, and really um the other Columbus game, but we can just group them in here real quick because I think it's going to be a kind of similar story for all three where we're going to see this kind of even distribution. I think we're bound to drop one of them, to be honest with you. Um, I think Brian Elliott will go in and maybe not get the help that he wants, but it, it'll be an okay thing because the other two games I think we're going to look well and be ready for playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you, Chase, and I think that uh, these last two games we are able to separate ourselves a little bit from Boston. So we were able to afford these next couple of games to maybe not play the fullest strength of our abilities, allow some of the top guys to get a little bit more rest. So currently three points above Boston. If we can take the one against Florida tonight, that'll give us even more leverage. So uh, super excited about these upcoming games, but even more so once we get into playoffs. Right now, slated to play Toronto. With how this last game looked, I'm feeling pretty confident if that's the case, especially with Toronto's track record, but it's going to be a lot of fun to look forward to. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, though, and on the other side of the commercial break, going to be talking about some news around the league, including... Ovechkin setting, of course, another milestone. We'll be right back. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any betting needs you have, whether that be the NHL playoffs or, hey, even the NFL draft, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm curious about that, Chase. I know you got your finger up, but draft or uh, um, excuse me, betting, sports betting, you going to be doing sports betting on the NFL draft? Am I going to or have I already? Because the question is, have I already? And the answer is yes. Okay. And I will be doing some more too as it goes along. See if I can see if you can do some live betting. See if I can bet on each pick because I feel pretty confident on where teams are going here. Perfect. I love it. Why did you have your finger up? Because I didn't put it in the doc and I just wanted to bring it up real quick. Because um, I just saw, I literally just saw a tweet about it and it completely reminded me. Um, so if you haven't seen Vegas, Robin Leonard, he is having. You know, he, he said he's having season-ending surgery. He's done for the year. Um, you know, really putting Vegas in a tough spot when they could still technically make playoffs. Well, Vegas, you know, they, they get Jack Eichel, and they're like, you know, we really like what Buffalo did to Jack Eichel. Let's do it to Robin Leonard. Tell him, no, you can't have that surgery. We're going to find a way to make you play these last few games. And he's like, no, I'm not going to play. So as of right now, you know, they had practice today with, um, I think it's Logan Thompson is their – is there like kind of backup goalie? He was an AHL guy and an emergency goalie is, is the other goalie in practice at the moment. Cause Robin Leonard's not going on the ice, trying not to play as Vegas is trying to find a way to make him play. So it's an absolute mess. And you know, I, I think Jack Eichel is proven now officially to be a curse in the NHL because I yeah. saw a stat the other day, uh, Jack Eichel since getting traded to the Vegas old Knights and starting to play for them, they had a, the same. So one last game played had the same, amount of wins losses and then one um one more overtime loss as well so it was 14 14 and three for um the or that's for the Sabres 14 43 for the Sabres 14 14 and two for the Vegas Golden Knights so Jack Eichel as talented as he might be I guess he's just a locker room cancer and makes everything go way wrong it's so weird and I saw a Buffalo Sabres fan uh celebrating the fact that Tage Thompson hit 37 goals he's like Jack Eichel never did that over here in Buffalo so you know Hey, Thompson, better than Jack Eichel. That's what yeah, he was saying. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, I, I did see a stat. You know, Jack Eichel never scored 37 goals. Austin Matthews never scored 37 goals while also being six foot seven. That's true. So, Tate Thompson better than Austin Matthews makes you think. Absolutely. Uh, going back to the Robin Lehner in Vegas situation, like, I feel like it's kind of shitty on each side because choosing to get your, your season-ending injury or season-ending surgery, excuse me, um, I don't know how necessary it is. Like if it's like immediate, apparently he's been playing so unbelievably hurt that he literally cannot play hockey anymore right now. Oh, okay. Well then that makes a little more sense. That, that That's what, that's how, that's how he's part, part like uh, portraying it at least. Okay. It could be completely different. Who knows? Yeah. Cause like if the guy can still play, but just doesn't want to, just wants to get the surgery done and over with like, that's his right. Totally. If you want to do that, go ahead and do it. But it's kind of shitty when it comes to like the team's perspective. Yeah. So, uh, and then Vegas handling it wrong, just like, you know, Buffalo, they handled it wrong with Jack Eichel. I wonder if Eichel's getting any flashbacks right now. He he might, like maybe he's a little spooked (laughs) once get traded again. Yeah. He's like, Oh boy, they're doing this. So, uh, interesting. All right. Well, let's talk about Ovi. Now he gets another milestone, his ninth 50 goal season. That ties Mike bossy, Wayne Gretzky for the most all time 50 goal seasons. It's really special what Ovi's done this year, what he's done in his whole career. He's really fighting to break that um, Gretzky record. 
And he could very well get this 50 goal um, record as well. Like, like he he could very well score another 50 goal season. He could have another 60, 70 goal season. Who the hell knows? It, it's it's really impressive what he's been doing. He hasn't really slowed down. Um, he had some slow spots in the season, as you expect every goal scorer to. But in terms of his season long production, he's been playing pretty consistently for the last few years. He looks really dominant still, and I really hope he can get another 50 goal season at least. 50 goals and 90 points at age 36 for a guy who plays as physical as he does. Like, unheard of. Yeah. So uh, this guy continues to just prove everyone that, uh, or prove to everyone how phenomenal of a player he is. And this is going to be a guy that, you know, we're going to look back on and tell our kids, like, Alex Ovechkin, best goal scorer of all time. You're like, yeah, I know, Dad. It, it's pretty widely known. And you're going to be like, well, you don't, you don't really know. Yeah, you don't kid. understand. You'll never understand. You'll never understand me. <laughs> and then go around in your room. <laughs> uh, God. All right, well, let's now talk about Craft Hockeyville. They got four finalists. What are we, what are we looking at? Yeah, so these are for the Canadian finalists. They do an American and a Canadian each year. So the four Canadian cities are Princeton, British Columbia. It is the Princeton and District Arena. And then um, Duro Doomer, Ontario, I would assume is how it's pronounced, Duro Doomer. Um, but that's the Duro Community Center and Arena. And then the... St. John Shore Richelieu, maybe, um, in Quebec. It's Arena Marcel Larocque is what it is named. And then in Sydney, Nova Scotia at the Canada Games Complex. So all four of these um, cities have been deemed as great hockey communities who could really use an upgrade in their uh, facilities to get a $250,000 grant and or $250,000 worth of renovations, I should say, to add to your rink. So, you know, it, it's always a cool story for any one of these. You know, there was a... Um, up in Marquette, Michigan, that, that you know, that's one that happened here, and that rink is just unbelievable. I I've, I was there before and after, and the change was just it's just incredible. It's so cool. So that whoever ends up getting this, um, congrats. You know, we're gonna find out here somewhat soon, and you're gonna get one hell of a facility out of this. Yeah, I think that's super cool, and I don't know the history of Craft Hockeyville's uh, American renovations that they've done, uh, but I wonder if there's any like an you know, the Southern Hemisphere, or not Southern Hemisphere, but, you know, the Southern parts of the United States. Because yeah, I don't really think there is. To grow the game like that, I think that'd be really cool. I agree. You know? So, uh, all right, finally, let's talk about San Jose. Uh, San Jose, done before me. Yeah, you like to say that. <laughs> Our buddy Johnny, he was always San Jose all the way. That obviously never worked, but uh, they are going to be using all of their energy, in quotes, to eliminate yeah. Vegas from the playoffs. Yeah, so now Vegas might have to play with or without Leonard. We're going to see. But San Jose is ready to do whatever they can to make sure they lose and miss playoffs because San Jose and Vegas do not get along after that, uh, you know, very iconic playoff series. San Jose is kind of always going to have a sour spot for the Vegas Golden Knights. So they're going to go out there, work their asses off, maybe play the hardest game they've played all season. And who, who knows, maybe they come out with a big win there and then they celebrate like they won the cup. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be really funny. Especially like, no, I don't know. I was going to say, like, go go knock on Vegas's locker room, but that would just cause chaos. Yeah, that might be a little extra. I like chaos, though. So I... that, that might be too extra. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to Hockey Name of the Day now, Chase. Yeah, End it off. Once. And then we can go drink Margs outside. Uh, or at least I can. Uh, Anders Krogsgaard. Anders Krogsgaard. What a yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, Andre, or Anders. I don't know if I said Andre. Excuse He is a Danish-born uh, defenseman playing... Currently in the uh, German league, he just you know spent this season playing for the Fishtown Penguins, 
It, I think that is the team that Christian Ehrhoff played for in the lockout. Fun fact of the day. But anyway, uh, 10 points for 20 games. He played in the Danish League, you know, a couple years prior to. And this is his second year in the German League. But previous years in the Danish League, um, you know, he had 47 points in 48 games, 23 through 40. It was uh, always a pretty good defenseman, especially from the um, Danish ranks. He plays for them internationally at, at pretty much every event they partake in. You know, I would expect we see him in the World Championships. I think they're in the top division this year. So I, I would expect that we're going to be seeing him there as well. But 26 years old, right shot, six foot one, um, going to be, you know, a good European pro for, you know, maybe another 10 years or so. Yeah, really like the last name. And, uh, you know, it's just very Nordic. And speaking of Nordic, it reminds me of Alexander Skarsgård, who's in that new Northman movie that I told you about, yeah. you know, the other day. Um, hey, I told people if they want to do something after four, I'm good. But if everyone's doing their own thing, I might just go watch that. So, fair enough. Might as well, right? Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out. Chase, go ahead and hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Go check some Patreon supporters over there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Larry, I follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Get all the content you need right there. Make sure the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com and all the podcasts the network there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, if you raise five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Wherever we do, don't forget to use code THPN when it's time for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. And as always, We'll talk to you next time.